know your newest favorite video game or best video game series is not woke because it wants to turn you any kind of way. It's there to make money. I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating or go to Patreon.com. Thank you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, what has been bothering me as of late is a lot of people think that video games are here to make the wokeness happen in. And, um... These fucking chuds are so goddamn stupid because they don't understand some of the best video games with the best stories have some of the wokest message in the motherfucking world. Case in point, Metal Gear. But let's see how far he misses the message that the creator is trying to actually say and words to say look at so much surface shit because reasons. God, we need Miller, Miller media literacy classes in fucking school. Let's go. What's up, everyone? It's Endymion, and today I want to ask a question that's been debated for years. Can we take politics out of video games? And if not, why? Well, that's what I want to explain. No, because video games are storytelling devices. And storytelling devices always have politics. Now, it may be politics that you're so fucking deep and comfortable in because it's like asking a fish how's the water. But, no, you can never take policy, politics out of video gaming. Let's see why. For today. As I'm sure you're well aware, the world is divided. You almost can't watch or play something without having someone talking down to you or trying to feed you their politics as gospel. In the past, you could largely enjoy your favorite hobby without the nonsense that we deal with today. But now... What? When? When? When has there ever not been politics in gaming? He doesn't sound like he was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. And even then, it was politics in gaming. When? When was there not politics 
in gaming. Nowadays, companies are just as concerned with their political stances as they are with things like graphics or gameplay. If your game has the right politics, it can mean big rewards and nominations being showered upon your studio. With examples like The Last of Us Part 2 being considered by the modern gaming industry to be one of the best games of all time. While there's many people out there who equally hate the game because it ruins Joel and sidelines him in favor of Ellie and characters like Abby or Lef. Who it's a story. It was always meant. Joel was always meant to die. He says it, a spoiler alert in the end of the last game. He's like, for what I'm doing, they're going to come a time where I get, fucked, I get fucked up about it. It's... He knew it was going to happen. They wrote it as if it was going to happen. Why the fuck do you not understand that? Oh yeah, media literacy. Who all conveniently tick certain identity political checkboxes. Then you have companies like Warner... Oh, wait, what are you talking about? I, and so, uh, you can tell a lot of these people never actually played the DLC where Ellie was actually shown to actually be, you know, to be a lesbian... At her, like she was attracted to girls at her young age. That was the thing that happened. All right, let's go. Warner Bros. with Hogwarts Legacy, which selectively chose which reviewers to give review codes to. And they had to constantly remind these journalists that the game had no ties to J.K. Rowling. But that game's quality spoke for itself, and now it's a critical and commercial success. Yes, and the people who tried to boycott it, they couldn't get people to boycott the Fantastic Beasts series. Why do you think that so many people who have no personality or identity who identify with a product would try to not play the wizard game where they can feel like they're special? It was a stupid way of trying to prove a point when you can't even get people to stop buying the books or going to the movies. And to rest your political capital on it, it was stupid. But, you know, people have to make a stand in some way, right? I mean, Legacy sold over 12 million copies in two weeks. That's nuts. I bet the woke activists are mad about that one. <laughs> On the other hand, you have companies that are currently in the dumps who can't seem to keep themselves from digging deeper graves. Recently, Ubisoft has made headlines for teaming up with UK police when it comes to in-game speech that's considered hateful. Ubisoft has even said they're doing this to be on the right side of history. Basically, you know, oh, oh my God, the company that moved around predators in an office like Catholic priests to different parishes, they they were they like that was a thing that was happening, allegedly. But you're you're upset because they try to stop hate speech. What what hate speech were you mad that they tried to stop, my friend? I mean, like, what, what what was actually being said that you were upset? What was the phrase and tone and, and words that you were upset that they were trying to stop that you couldn't use anymore? Basically, this team-up is designed so that Ubisoft can relay any hate-mongering in their online games that could escalate to real-world harm. So if you no-scope headshot some dude and he calls you a racial slur, Ubisoft wants to make sure their own ass is covered so nobody blames their games for inciting violence. But as a millennial myself, I grew up in the fires of early Call of Duty multiplayer lobbies. Yeah, because... Fuck. How are you a millennial? And still don't realize that all games have had motherfucking political messages in them. What? 
And the fact that you're saying, oh, I grew up in Call of Duty lobbies, you're not a fucking millennial. At, at your best, you're a young millennial. A very young millennial. I fucking grew up in gaming when gaming was growing up. And that shit, Call of Duty was towards my adulthood. Oh my God, you're so fucking dumb. How the mm. And just because a pain, a fucking violence, or vile shit was visited upon you, that means you need to visit it upon somebody else? Like, what? you just don't want to make the world a fucking better place? All right. Trust me, those were more toxic and hilarious than anything these new kids could do. How do you even do Grandmasters? I can barely do the legendary campaign. My teammates keep telling me to build craft, but I don't even know what that is. Just go back to bed, Sleepy Joe, and leave the destiny grind to the professionals. Apparently, this joint operation Ubisoft has had with UK police has only resulted in 0.01% of reported cases actually needing a police investigation. Ubisoft's Andrew Holiday told the BBC, quote, This isn't just a gaming problem, it's an internet problem. There's a real appetite to make the whole ecosystem a better place. What we're working on closely with police on is triaging, where we look at a case and decide, is this one we can deal with in-house, or is this something we need to pass on? End quote. Okay, so they're looking out for their brand, mostly for their brand, and the safety of their customers. Like, what is your problem? How many people do you want to get murdered in the street because they um, ran off at the mouth in a game lobby? Really? Just like, how many people? I mean, like, you can just give me a number. How much violence... And fucking harm do you want to cause to the real world? Just it's, it's okay. You can just tell me. I look, 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 look. You tell me what you're comfortable with and hurting other motherfuckers. Be it if you think it's valid for them to feel that way or not. You just tell me how much you want it to happen, and I get to say you're a monster for it. It's cool. You can do it. I get to say you're a monster and socially ostracize you for it. I'm still letting you say the shit, but you're going to pay the price for freedom. And by the way, this is the UK, which doesn't have America's laws. Do you do you want to live by UK laws? Do you want to live by UK laws? I don't think you do. So stop trying to apply American laws in the UK. Because if you want to use by, you live by UK laws, oh, well, I mean, I think they still have the, the what was that, Premanaka or some shit like that? Yeah. Prince Charles would definitely want... Uh, who, was, who was that? Prince Andrew would definitely want to have that, wouldn't he? Another Ubisoft employee, Damien Glorio, who's the senior director of relations between Ubisoft and UK police, said, quote, We want to be on the right side of history. We have millions of players and tens of millions of interactions. So how can we spot incidents? It is daunting, but at the same time, it is very important, which is why we wanted to sign this deal and try to make things right. We wanted to focus on the most extreme cases, make sure we do the right thing there because it gives us a solid foundation to build the rest of our work around, end quote. I think this is all ridiculous myself, and if you want an easier and cheaper solution, just don't use your mic in game. Seriously, just. But for the people who do use the, uh, are you saying that don't use your mic and say shit, and let the people who like if you use your mic, you open yourself up to motherfuckers talking bad about you? Is that what you're saying? That can't be what he's saying. That that cannot be what he's saying. Uh, and 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 by the way, numb nuts. Um. 
that still wouldn't stop people from, even if you don't say shit, talking shit about you. You're a dumbass. All right, let's go. Just mute people if they're spewing garbage, but what do I know? I've only been playing video games since online gaming began. God, I'm old. This political discourse in gaming seems to be getting fueled almost every other day. With sites now having- That's not political. That's just making sure abusive assholes don't have access to the fucking platform. Unless you want to just say being an abusive asshole is political, then dude, like, claim the shit. I have no problem with you being a total piece of shit person. Just claim the shit and call it a day. But let's go. ...concerns with Atomic Heart, the recently released Russian Bioshock meets Wolfenstein game. I've already done a whole video diving into that Russian controversy, but now something else has happened. In the game's promotions, you've no doubt seen the robot twins. Well, it turns out their hair is now problematic. The hairstyle that the robot twins have is actually identical to Ukraine's former Prime Minister, Yulia Tymoshenko. One Twitter user even compiled some images to further drive the point that Atomic Heart's developers designed the twins as sex slave robots that looked like Ukraine's former Prime Minister. Wait, what? I... You know, just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's right. You know that, don't you? I understand you have the fucking reasoning of a child and the mental defense of a child, but just because somebody says something doesn't make it right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You know that, don't you? And she's not the only one that has this hairstyle. And you're triggered by it. You're you're triggered. What about just muting somebody? What about just ignoring somebody? Why are you letting them bother you by what they're saying? I don't even know anymore. Fuck. These are some... They complain about people being snowflakes. And this is the biggest snowflake. Oh, I saw it on Twitter that somebody's upset. I need to be mad too. Like, dude, you being a you you giving off snowflake energy. But let's go. The haircut, by the way, is iconic in Ukraine and is directly associated with Yulia Tymoshenko. So this coincidence, as some would like to think it is, might actually be legit this time. And this design could be Atomic Heart's Russian devs trying to defame someone who opposes their government. The entire Atomic Heart scenario has even led to Ukraine officials urging companies like Sony, Microsoft, Steam, and more to boycott the game and not sell it, but that's fallen mostly on deaf ears. Atomic Heart has also been criticized for having a racist depiction of black people in their save rooms. It's from a supposed beloved 
cartoon that many Russian people watched growing up called. It, it, okay, it can be beloved, but it can still be racist, dog. Just again, because you like something doesn't mean it can't be racist. I like, yeah, that's a. Why are you making an excuse for shit? Why are you making an excuse for shit that offends people? Just by saying, well, it, it, some people like it. Why Why not offend people? It almost gives me the idea that you just want to piss people off and fucking be detrimental to people's health. New Pagotti, which is basically the Russian version of Tom and Jerry. In the game, you can view entire episodes of this cartoon when you're in a save room, and that's where you can see the racist caricature. And review sites, yet again, are demanding Atomic Heart's developer remove the footage due to the political backlash. But again, like the twin robots looking like a prime minister, this too will likely just be kept in. And this is the part of the video where I get spicy, but before you crucify- Oh shit, he's about to get spicy! Alright, let's go. By me, hear me out. I think it's also important to remember that the politics and cultural differences between countries seems to almost never be taken into account when boycotts are concerned. As in Russia- Wait, what? Wait, wait, what? I, I'm so confused. Let, let's go. Russia, their cartoons may seem harmless to them, but outside of their country, it's now problematic. The reality is that Atomic Heart as a game is designed to be inspired heavily by Russian culture, which makes sense. And I think demanding a company that's made a game that encapsulates a lot of their own culture, and then being ordered to change it to fit another country's culture, is counterintuitive. It would be But you're complaining. You were just complaining about how The Last of Us is too woke and shit like that. The developers made it how they wanted to make it. But you're complaining about it. But now you're using this as a fucking crutch to attack and defend Atomic Heart? I'm telling you, some of these people are just the biggest fucking snowflakes. Let, let's, let's continue. I feel like asking a Holocaust documentary to not use any footage that would be problematic or offensive. But in order to retain the authenticity of what that experience is about, it needs to showcase what actually is instead of what you want it to be. Even if that means the media in question is problematic or could be seen as politically incorrect by certain groups. Basically, changing things that are representative of how things actually are in certain cultures is not the right way to go about it. So, again, we can use your example that you gave for motherfucking um, Last of Us 2. In The Last of Us 2, they have a new culture where they love whoever they want to love and they are they be and present themselves however they want to be we can use that same argument dog it's just that when it's when you don't like then you have an issue when it's something you like oh, no, i don't see it's political but let's continue this. If you sanitize and bend over backwards to appeal to everyone's problems, you'll appease nobody and end up with a product that says nothing, and has no reason to exist because any real nuance or unique perspective it could have held has been sanded off in order to not offend anyone. And that's a- Oh, okay. He doesn't see it. He's too fucking stupid to actually see it. But let's go. Big problem with today's gaming as well as all entertainment. There's a constant debate online that games need more perspectives, more varied locations, and games being made by people that aren't just Westerners, mostly. So when you end up with a game that uniquely retains their culture, warts and all, like Atomic Heart, I don't think telling the devs to mold it to fit Western values makes any sense. 
That would be like walking into a Japanese restaurant and demanding a burger and fries when all they sell is sushi and teriyaki. You're asking for more diversity in storytelling and design, yet when a game comes along that fits that bill, like Atomic Heart has, it's as if the activist game journalists are mad because it doesn't fit their beliefs or push their politics. Whether the racist caricature and the hair- What does that mean? Dude, you're being an activist advocating for Atomic Heart. What does that mean? And the fact that you're advocating to take away from something because it doesn't fit your narrative, you're being just as snowflakey as the people you accuse of being a snowflake. I don't, wow, why don't you see that? haircut the robot twins have are obviously problematic in the eyes of the West, removing them would remove the authenticity of the game and the culture of what it's about to begin with. Besides, I don't care what haircut they have. I don't give a fuck. It was a reason why I didn't buy the game. I don't care. I don't care. But you're sitting back and throwing this game. Oh my god. Atomic Heart is also critical of the Soviet Union. It's sort of how in Bioshock Infinite, they have separate bathrooms for black and white people. Just ignoring the racial tensions to fit a narrative would be disingenuous. But tackling it head on and displaying the grim reality is what art is supposed to do in the first place. And not all art should be politically correct. And it shouldn't be up to the journos and their homogenized... But most art isn't. You know, like, do you... I understand... That the real phrase of politically correct, where you know you can be right about something, um, you can be correct about something, but if the government catches you, you have to be politically correct. I get that, but what you're just talking about is it's a bigger market for people to be more understanding than fucking bigots, and you're mad about that. Stay mad. You're mad about the fact that you can't go and say slurs and be pieces of shit to other people and people are just calling you out on that. Stay mad. I do not give a flying fuck about a haircut on a robot. But you're defending it because, oh, that's their culture. That's the way they want to make the game. And then that's the way woke games want to make the game. I know I mentioned this earlier, but this intro started with an intro for Metal Gear Solid 5. And we all know Kojima has never made a politically charged game. Never, ever, 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 ever made a politically charged game with nuance and shit like that. He doesn't do that. Oh, yeah, that's right, Kojima. Worldviews who decide whether a game should exist or not, but the players who actually support the games. Am I making any sense to you? If you sanitize everything but also want diversity when it comes to storytelling, then you have to be accepting that not every story or game will be what you want. And when games that try to appeal... So the people... Like, this gets me so much, right? For so many years, they said, well, if you want woke games, go make your own games. People start making their own games, and now you have a problem? Well, I don't like diversity. Wait, we made our own games. What is your problem? Well, I don't. I can't play this game because wokeness. 
but we made our own games. What the fuck you can play? Well, it should be fitting to what I want it to be. Oh, you don't want to be questioned. That's what it is. To other groups happen, like Ghostwire Tokyo, for example, you end up with a game that lives in this middle ground that doesn't capitalize on its unique cultural roots enough, because it's so concerned with checking boxes that Western gamers would like, such as having an open world when that game design idea doesn't fit what the game should be going for, which is being a horror first-person game set in a Japanese folklore setting. What Did they make the game they wanted to make? Regardless if it failed or not, did they make the game they wanted to make? Oh, you were looking for a different game? You were looking for a specifically different game? Why don't you go and make the game that you want and leave their game alone? They chose to do it. They wanted to have the game mixed the way they did. Why is that a problem for you now? See, this is the thing with them between them switching back and forth is... Well, it's good when they follow their culture to mix and make the game that they want to make when I agree with it, but when I don't, it's too woke. Fuck out of here. Could Let's have been go. a cool, focused Japanese game that plays to the developer's strengths. Instead, you end up with a game that doesn't appeal to either horror fans or open world fans, and that's what I'm talking about. If Atomic Heart bent the knee to Western political ideals, then it wouldn't be Atomic Heart anymore, and just another pointless, watered-down product that doesn't say anything of value or offer a unique perspective. The truth is that video games have always been political because it's no shit, Sherlock. What? Okay, let's go. As soon as your game has any plot involving religion, governments, or war, your game will have a political angle. There's no denying that. Games like Metal Gear Solid, for example, are insanely political, but the difference here is that MGS doesn't talk down to the audience. Kojima used concepts like shadow governments, prisoners of war, and generation. All right, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Like, I don't get this, man. Like, you don't get it. It, you just said it. It's just about the politics that, that you like. And, like, because that... Done. I'm just done. I'm just done. I, I don't know what to tell these people. It's that it's not agreeing with me, so it makes my it makes my pee-pee hurt, uh, upset, stomach hurt, whatever. Because it's not the politics that I agree with. Motherfucker, you know it's about politics. Why the fuck are you having this issue? But anyway, like, share, subscribe. Trying to hit 1,000 subscribers by October 1st. Help me out with that. Also, you can help me out with um, looking at my merch store. All this other good shit. Thank you for watching. We're cutting this segment here. If I gave myself a pie